Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome to The Early Edge. We have a great show for you today, and we had a great day yesterday. Well, most of us had a great day yesterday. Let's take a look at the recap screen. Well, everybody had a great day yesterday. I lost my two golf picks. Justin Thomas started off so poorly, almost came back and tied that thing up. Same with Cameron Young, but those are two losers. Tom Casale, his first day on the early edge, 2-0. Love to see it. The sports line play hits, and Buckets goes 2-0 as well. We'll take 5-2 and two every single time. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a great show. Thank you for being in the chat. Hit the like button if you haven't already. I saw Bradley Jacobs in here. He went 5-0 and in the chat yesterday. Guys like Bradley, guys like Chris Kish, they're dropping, they're dropping picks in the chat, and they're hitting. So I absolutely love to see that, and I do want to give my thoughts and prayers out to John Parker, who I know his wife is undergoing uh, some health issues. He's made himself known in the chat. So everybody, thoughts and prayers over to John Parker and his family. Let's let's turn to some positive. Let's turn to an electric Friday full of picks. We got golf. We got we got UFC. We've got so much to talk about. And on Friday, you know, we do it a little bit different. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Big Pick Energy Friday. All we need is Chip. I think I saw Danny Brasco with the knockout punch. Well, listen, there was someone in the chat. I believe it was Matt. And he said, you know what I need? He said, he said, I don't need a coffee. I don't need a soft drink. I need a chip me up. Chip. Volume down. Everybody at your office. Okay. Just click that volume down. Good morning, Sia. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Buckets. Good morning, Danny. Good morning, Jake. Good morning, Early Edge fam. We're turning, 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 turning up here on a Friday. Where? Yes. College basketball skate. A little skinny there, but. Ooh. ooh. I smell the grass. I feel the second cut, the first cut. I, oh, that's right. We're going to be jumping in on the Genesis as well. Fired up for this weekend. Excited to break it all down with y'all. We have such, I mean, listen, it's, this is such a fun time of year. We're on the cusp of March Madness. We're on the cusp of opening day. We got big time soccer that Buckets is going to talk to us about. Of course, there's Mike McClure just, you know, sipping his coffee while, while Chip is doing the dance and Danny Brasco is doing the knockout punch, but let's get right into it. I, I want to get into some golf because we've got golf starting in, in just a little bit, you know, 30, 40 minutes, but we've got some matchup plays to discuss. I need to make a comeback and I've got a pick that I really like, but Mike McClure, 
I want to start with you. You've got a matchup for round two of the Genesis Invitational. You've got the floor. All right. Uh, I've seen this in the chat already, but people on the opposite side of this one, uh, I'm fading Rory McIlroy once again. Uh, I like Adam Scott plus 110 over Rory McIlroy. I do not think Rory is in a good place right now. Uh, it's been evident by you know the limited play for one, but how he has played in those events was absolutely horrible yesterday uh, when we're talking on the putting greens and around the greens. Lost basically three strokes putting, 2.6 around the greens. Had his normal 1.8 positive uh, off the tee, but nothing else was really clicking there. Meanwhile, Adam Scott, this is a course that he absolutely loves it is his favorite course he actually wasn't qualified for this event wrote a letter to get the sponsor exemption to get into this uh but he's actually played well leading up to it just fell outside of the top 70 uh in the fedex cup before that uh but it's playing really well right now in decent form not his best round yesterday but he rallied I think he's in a good spot here to beat Rory. So Rory's already plus three. If things don't go well for Rory early in the front nine, I really think it's going to be another day that repeats yesterday for Rory's side. So I like Adam Scott, very high on him to start the tournament. I, I think he's going to grind and find a way to be relevant here. Look for a nice day. Uh, I'll take the plus money here. Plus 110, Adam Scott versus Rory McIlroy. Certainly like the plus number, considering how well Adam Scott has done at this course. Uh, interesting comment, by the way. David Clark says, Sia, is Buckets making your picks lately? I go 0 for 2 yesterday. I missed my NBA pick the day before. I hit my pick the day before that, but going 0-2 in golf is unacceptable and actually hasn't happened yet this year. Buckets, so people want to know, are you making my golf picks? If I'm making your golf picks, and I guess you're making my soccer picks, since all my soccer picks are happening right now, we're just switching personalities a little bit. Danny Brasco, I got to say hi to you because I haven't gotten you in here yet. Uh, that's a good call, by the way. I am officially taking credit for Buckets 2-0 day yesterday. And I got to <laughs> admit, he did uh, pick, he did select the golf picks. I'm sorry for everybody losing money on that one. Danny, you've got some fight night. You've got some UFC to talk to us about. And we're not going to go there yet. But let me just ask you, when it comes to UFC, like what event are we talking about today? And, and are we talking Saturday night? We're talking Saturday night, see a UFC 298, Alexander Volkanovsky taking on Ilya Taporia for the featherweight title. We got Robert the Reaper Whitaker taking on Paolo Costa in the co-main event and all sorts of other bangers stacked throughout this card. So it's a huge one, see ya. I absolutely love it. All right, we're going to hear about that in a few minutes, but let me get to my pick. I'm trying to bounce back here in golf, and then Chip has a pick too, and he also has a pick in college basketball, as he mentioned I've got Ludwig. Ludwig Aberg, well, it's actually pronounced Obear. Either way, he's minus 105 in a three ball. This one's later in the afternoon, so you have time to put this plan. You may as well put it in now in, in case people start getting wise to this line. I, I think minus 105 is too short over Christian Bezadenhout and Nick Hardy. Nick Hardy's in last place. And, and if we're being honest about Nick Hardy, this probably isn't the course for him. He can hit it a long way, but he just doesn't have the complete game, and that's exactly what you need at Riviera. He lost big time around the green. His ball striking was really bad. So I don't think Nick Hardy's really going to do any damage. In fact, he's probably going to miss the cut. It's a weird cut, top 50 in ties, and anyone within 10 strokes, I don't think Nick Hardy qualifies there. Frankly, Roy McIlroy might not qualify if he continues to play as poorly as he did on the back nine yesterday. The other guy that I think is of a bit of concern is Christian Bezadenhout, but Aberg is way better. Ober is way better than than Cibes here. And, and by the way, if you look at the stats yesterday, it was Ludwig's first time on this course competitively. He played very well. He could have played, I guess, a little bit better. The putter was a little short, 
but he hit on all the ball striking metrics. He was positive around the green. Sebez was kind of even across the board, which is exactly what I expect. This isn't really the course for him. I don't see big gains from him off the tee. Certainly not off the tee. Probably not on approach. Around the green, he should be okay. And with the putter, he was really positive. So again, the only thing he was really good at yesterday was the putter. He's not as good of a course fit as Ludwig is. So I'm going to take Ludwig Aberg minus 105 over Sebez and Nick Hardy. I uh, really like this play. Some people were asking me, I think somebody asked me on Twitter, if I would go back to the Justin Thomas play over Tiger Woods and Gary Woodland. Of course, I lost that yesterday, mostly because the front nine for JT was really, really poor. He came back on the back nine. He's kind of riding a little bit of momentum there, but I like it. It's just not going to be an official play for me. I do see JT bouncing back for a full 18 instead of a full nine, but it's just not something I'm willing to pay at minus 125. I do think he's going to win. It's definitely a strong lean. I like this play a lot better, though. All right. That's my round two three ball. And we've got another head to head matchup that Chip Patterson wants to talk about. Chip, we're going golf. We're going college basketball. But start us off with golf just for the here and now. Yeah, this is going to be round two, and we're teeing off around 1.13 p.m. Eastern time. So you've got a little bit of time if you're watching live or if you're listening later, but make sure to go get this in. We are taking Benny on round two matchup against Sung J.M. Uh, for starters, this is something that I would have been interested in just looking at the recent form. Both these players were up in the top two at the century at the beginning of January. It's top five, excuse me, uh, at the beginning of January. But since then, the form has been very, very different. We've seen Sung J. lose. Strokes on approach in his last four rounds. He's lost strokes overall in his last three rounds. No, no real finishes that are all that impressive. The finishes have been better with Benyon. I like the recent form. And finally, We've got the kind of profiles that I'm always going to be attracted to on these Friday times where we can see what happened in round one, see what's sustainable and what we want to play for round two, because on just could not make a putt for his first nine holes, lost three strokes uh, with his putter. And then all of a sudden he caught fire down the stretch. We saw four birdies, zero bogeys and an eagle in his final nine holes. Approach is good. Off the tee is good. Again, the only thing that was really alarming was with the putter and, and Sungjae just didn't really do anything kind of up kind of down like a very middling round for him so with the form coming in and sort of what we saw from that first nine from on maybe being an outlier I, I like him to be able to uh to score better than Sung Jay here in round two all right I absolutely love that play and by the way there were questions about how high I would play my three ball in terms of the juice I assume you're asking Walter Rogers thanks for watching hit the like button uh, minus 110, minus 115, minus 120. I think those are all in play. Once you get to minus 125, uh, I think you're starting to lose some value. But really, anything between minus 105, minus 125, I'm perfectly fine playing this three ball. Because, again, I don't think Nick Hardy is a factor. And I think Aberg Obear is way better than Sebez on this particular course. Um, we have other golf questions, which we'll get to throughout the pendency of this show. Because I want to get to soccer. I want to get to buckets. But before I do that... If you want to bet soccer, if you want to bet golf, if you want to bet pretty much anything, you can go to BetMGM. There is Jamie Foxx holding the basketball. New BetMGM customers can sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets. Just place your first wager of at least 5 bucks, and you will receive $150 instantly in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome with bonus code EDGE150. That's EDGE150. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I teased it. It's time to get to buckets. It's time to get to, to some soccer. But before we do that, let's hear one quick message from our partners. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Buckets, we've got soccer to talk about, but there was a question about the P.O. Box situation. So could you please address that? You see what I did with address? Nobody. I did okay, see what ahead. you did there. See, the P.O. Box will be open on Monday. I am having just the hardest time you could ever imagine. I don't own a printer. I don't know how to print things. I've been to the public library like nine times. They hate me there. I'm doing my best, but bear with me. It will be up by Monday. If you all don't see a sitcom with me in buckets, I don't know. I like this. This is just made for TV. Oh, Danny Brasco, go ahead. Shout out to the public library because buckets, my printer jammed like three years ago and I just didn't want to fix it. So I've been going down the street to the public library to print stuff forever. And it's a lovely place once you start to get to know the, the nice ladies there. So just ease into the library buckets. That is great. Hey, the local library, it's got a lot to offer. It's a it's, it's good deal. Just go to the library and you, you take stuff and then you give it back whenever you want. Um, and you get smarter at the same time. All right, buckets. Speaking of getting smarter, educate us on a couple of soccer plays today. Yeah, absolutely. See, I've got two plays for us all here today. But before I get into those, Josh Cotero in the chat said, Buckets, what do you think about Werder Bremen taking on FC Cologne at both teams to score? Absolutely love it if you can get that line below minus 140. These are two teams that will be desperate for goals here. I think that match covers both teams to score easily. Now, into my two picks, I'm not focused on Germany. I'm focused on the English Championship. We have a top-of-the-table clash here between West Brom, hosting Southampton fifth, hosting third, two teams fighting to make sure they stay in this promotion race and two teams to just score an ungodly amount of goals here. I'm going over two and a half goals at minus 130. Both teams to score in this one was minus 175. So that just shows you that the books do think both teams will contribute to this score count. Southampton has now scored in 20 plus matches straight. This is a team to where, frankly, you don't worry about them scoring. What you worry about is what kind of defense shows up for them. And lately, Southampton defense has been leaky. They're leaking goals against teams they have no business conceding against. Bristol just beat them 3-1. I love this game to go over 2.5, maybe even over 3.5 goals this afternoon. And then we go from England to Poland for my second pick. And I apologize to all of our Polish viewers. I am not going to pronounce any of these right, but I will do my best here. We've got Szlosk Wrokra taking on Stal Mielek at 2.30 this afternoon in the Polish Extra Lasa. And we're going with both teams to score at plus 105 here. This is a tough one because Slash Wokla does have the best defensive unit in all of Poland, but all Polish teams are coming off a break. And last week when Slash played Pogon, they looked terrible defensively. And I just am not confident in them to keep a clean sheet against a Stalmielik side that is scoring at will right now. Both teams to score at plus 105 seems too good to ignore here for a match that I would not be shocked if we hit that in the first half. I am so mad at you, Buckets, because what? you know full well that when I hit the recap screen, it's just <laughs> going to be a complete disaster. And, I, and I'm good at this, but that I will not be able to pull off. So that's on you, uh, everybody. And by the way, uh, Bradley Jacobs says, uh, 
Uh, I don't even know how to, I don't even want to try. He says, uh, stall Mishlik 16 straight without a clean sheet. So uh, that's good information. See, there. Right, see this, this ahead, bucket's David. like, oh, I don't know what that word means. This is an act because on the low, <laughs> he's a linguist. He has a PhD in language. It's like a dumb detective. Like he'll get overlooked. Buckets is yes. very smart. Little Pink Panther Inspector Gadget action. Little little old school <laughs> reference for everybody. Speaking of old school, Danny, it's on you. And I, I'm hearing I'm hearing the Rocky music in the background every time I see you shadow box. You've got a few plays here. Let's talk about some UFC. Let's fire off on these fights. See a huge fight card, UFC 298. And we're going right into the main event of the evening. By the way, guys, I'll be on HQ tonight, 7.30 p.m. So I'll get more UFC main event picks. But first of all, I got some good for you guys here. I'm going with the former champion, the defending champion at featherweight, Alexander Volkanovsky, to defeat the young rising star, Ilya Taporia. This is a highly debated fight. A lot of people are going to be on Taporia, and I understand why. But I think this is a spot where Volkanovsky can get back in the win calm and give the young kid the veteran's lesson. I give Volk the edge pretty much everywhere. Uh, Taporia has tremendous power and ferocity in his boxing combinations. He also has very high-level grappling and just physical strength. He's great everywhere. But he hasn't quite faced someone with the championship-caliber skill set all around like Volkanovski has. Taporia's best matchup so far has been against Josh Emmett, certainly a dangerous fighter, but not as skilled and technically savvy as Volkanovski. Look for Volk to uh, throw those punishing low kicks. He can beat up the calf of Taporia. I expect that to be a huge factor in this fight. And really the mental side, right? If things aren't going well for Ilya early on, will Volk get in his head? Will he start kind of rolling downhill and make it a long night for him? I can certainly see that happening. So when it gets into the later rounds, I think Volkanovski starts to do work and maybe even puts the kid away. Give me Volk for the veteran's lesson here. Next fight pick. A fight with a lot of bad blood. Ian Gary taking on Jeff Neal. These guys do not like each other. And I think it's going to go the whole way for that reason. I got the over two and a half rounds. Uh, their styles might mirror each other a little bit uh, or sort of cancel each other out. Ian Gary, the long, rangy kickboxer, really good at keeping that range and distance management. Look for him to throw those low kicks, those straight punches. But Jeff Neal, crafty southpaw boxer, will get in the pocket, will get in your face. I expect him to have moments of success, too. So I'm looking for a competitive scrap here that goes the whole way. And we might be scratching our heads to who won the fight at the end of the decision. And finally, let's close out with a really good female fight. Featured prelim, Amanda Lemos taking on Mackenzie Dern. Give me the favorite Lemos in this matchup. Dern is known for her lethal jujitsu on the ground. The problem with that is she has a hard time taking the fight to the ground. Her double leg and single leg takedowns aren't all that great. And Lemos has good takedown defense. On the feet, Lemos has just as big an advantage as Dern does on the ground. And if they keep it standing, Lemos might piece her up. Her striking is sharp. Dern certainly improved as of late, but I don't think she's on the, the striking level as Lamos. So look for her to stand and bang and get a win here. Uh, I like Lamos a good deal in this spot. There's three picks uh, for UFC 298 for you. See ya. That is a mi- Whoa! I knew it. I knew What's it. going on? Boo! Boo! Is, Boo is, that a, is that a subtle bicep flex or oh, do you have something else to say? <laughs> yeah, I really don't like that play. See ya. Thumbs down there. It's Danny. actually. Danny, brother, you know I got to call you out there. Volkanovsky is done for. He is washed. His reign is over. I watched him have two embarrassing losses to Adesanya, who I think is one of the most boring fighters you can Adesanya, watch. Adesanya? What are you talking about? Volkanovsky's a, a featherweight. Adesanya's a middleweight. Or, 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 sorry, Makachev. Makachev. My bad. I got my people across there. Thank you for the correction. But regardless, Volkanovsky is 35. He's washed. He's too old. Once you break 35, you got nothing going for you. I think that Taporia has this in the bag. He is yet to lose, albeit he has not fought a Volk yet. 
but he's going to fight one and he's going to take him out. I'm all over Tapuri on this. I don't care if it's plus odds. I don't want any kind of hedge. I don't want anything here. Give me Tapuria straight up. And I do not think this will go the distance either here, Danny. Okay, wow. Danny, real quick, real quick. First of all, uh, how does Buckets know? Like, you're right about this whole, like, Pink Panther thing. Like, how does he know that much about UFC? Second of all, this sounds like Buckets, correct me if I'm wrong, you're challenging Danny to a showdown, yes? Yes, absolutely. I took a couple extra jabs there at people over the age of 35 for some reason, but the focus was supposed to be going after Danny's showdown. Danny? I mean, it's a stat that a lot of people are going to play, right? The 35 and over. Volk is the exception to the rule, man. And I think we're getting a massive discount because of the Buckets hype on Taporia. So you know what it is. <laughs> play, play that funky tune, my brother. Wow. Wow. That's uh, you know, he gets he gets the showdown and he gets to flex his muscles. That was a really impressive take all around. David Tox says, by the way, Volkanovsky bet the house on it. So he's on Danny Brasco's side. And yeah. speaking of go Bucket's ahead, Chip. Fly, yeah, Bucket's flying too close to the sun. What could go wrong? He's flexing, he's coming chesty at Danny. I uh, um, cannot wait to see how this ends. Speaking of Danny, Matt says Danny can really give a take, man. Guy is fire. That's so true. If, if you all don't follow Danny Brasco at Brasco Bets, that's going to be on Twitter and Instagram. I, I'm not really sure what you're doing because the, the picks are great and he delivers them in a way that most people cannot do. So absolutely uh, love that take, Matt. Thanks for pointing that out. All right. Well, we go from Rocky music to uh, to some Nelly, to some St. Louis, Chip Patterson. You've got a pick in college basketball tonight, and it involves the St. Louis VCU game. But before we do that, let's hear one quick message from our partners. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Building a business is tough. Taylor Brands is simplifying the business journey. From launching and managing to growing your business, Taylor Brands isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner from launch to success. With Taylor Brands, building your dream business becomes an effortless experience. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, ensuring you have everything you need in one place. From LLC formation to bookkeeping, invoicing to acquiring licenses and permits, and even setting up your bank account, Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, taylorbrands.com slash CBS Sports. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash CBS Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands. You've got the floor, my friend. All right. Sometimes you've got a situational handicap and sometimes it's something that you identify even before the lines come out. And one of the things that I was looking at was jumping maybe on the other side of VCU because and look, I, I will admit you all may remember I was on here telling you to take the uh, VCU over against Dayton. It was 136 and they didn't even hit 100. It was four. 
49 to 47. It was an absolute rock fight. And I was looking at this VCU team against Dayton, and they just poured it out in front of their home fans, and they locked them down on defense. And I looked at the schedule, and I was like, oh, and now they have a week off to feel good about themselves. And they're seven wins in eight games. Okay. Oh, 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 and their next game is on the road after a week off. Okay. Okay. All right. But then I saw the line, right? Because I'm going to jump on the other side. St. Louis, by the way, is not good enough to trust over the course of 40 minutes. Now, this is a team that has taken a big step back from where they were in each of the last four years when they were a top 100 team in each of the last four years. Travis Ford has been there a very long time. He's gotten an NCAA tournament appearance. The Billikens have been dangerous before, but this year defensively, they're just not there. But do I think that St. Louis can catch VCU in a little bit of a sleepy start after that long layoff and that emotional Friday night game? Yes. So the situational handicap remains the same, but the line is too little. Four and a half? Are you kidding me? The, the first game was won by double digits, but the first half... This is where the situational handicap comes into play because after a long week off, you're playing on the road. St. Louis is going to come out. They're going to try to throw their fastball early. So we go St. Louis plus two and a half for the first half over the course of 40 minutes. I think VCU is the better team. I think they could, I think they will win, and I definitely think they could cover, but I think the situational handicap remains in place. We go Billikens for the first 20 minutes. I like it. He's from the Lou, and he's proud. That is a, uh, Little, little Nelly action for you. And by the way, when I was thinking of dumb detectives, if you will, I, I forgot to mention who was it? It was uh, John Frey mentioned Lieutenant Frank Drebin. And he is the absolute ultimate. For those of you that are younger that have not seen the movie The Naked Gun, I really encourage you to watch it. It, it withstands the test of time. In other words, it'll still be funny now, just like it was funny 20, 30 years ago. I, I promise you, if you watch The Naked Gun, you will be laughing uh, the entire time. There was somebody who mentioned uh, that they couldn't find head-to-head matchups. They didn't mention what book they were they were looking for them, but there are some uh, books that don't have head-to-head matchups that during round matchups, they, they only have three balls. So that's just something like look for it because you might just not be clicking on the right button, but definitely look for it if you don't have it. Um, maybe message us, tweet at us. A lot of people message me because they have different matchups and I'm happy to respond to any of those. And, and I'm sure others will as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, what a show. I'm, I'm stalling, right? I, I'm trying to buy time because I know I got to get to the recap screen and buckets uh, pronunciations. Uh, everybody, thank you for being in the chat. Uh, very active chat. Everybody, Danny Brasco, everybody's in love with you, man. Uh, saying that we need more Danny Brasco. Love this show. Love the Friday show. Let's get the recap screen up there. We've got buckets. Oh, here we go. West Brom, Southampton, over two and a half. That was easy. Schlosk, Rollclaw, Stahl, Milek. Both teams to score plus uh, 105. I think I got like that. That was like 85% uh, great there. Genesis Invitational. I got Aberg, otherwise known as Obear, Ober, Christian Bezadenhout, and Nick Hardy. Mike McClure, Genesis Invitational round two. He's got a head-to-head matchup. Scott at plus money over Rory. Danny Brasco, Volkanovsky, Moneyline, minus 125. He's got that showdown with buckets. And then he's got Gary Neal over two and a half rounds at minus 115. And Amanda Lemos, Moneyline, minus 130. Chip Patterson, he's going first half with St. Louis, plus two and a half. And he's got a Genesis Invitational round two play. Ben on, minus 122 over Sung JM. Quick reminder. Oh, you know what? This isn't a reminder. This is me telling you for the first time. Hey, you know, we're warming up to college basketball season, right? We got March Madness. I believe we're 32 days away from the tip of March Madness, which means we're about 15 to 20 days away from conference championships. Well, guess what? 
We got a Saturday show for you tomorrow, and it's going to be hosted by Mackenzie Brooks. That's tomorrow at 10 in the morning. Tom Casale, undefeated so far on the early edge. He's going to be joining Mike McClure on that show with Mackenzie Brooks. So we've got an early edge for you at 10 in the morning tomorrow. Make sure you... You got to have notifications on, right? Or just remember it. That's going to be a great show. It's going to set up an extremely heavy college basketball slate for Saturday. You are not going to want to miss it. And obviously, you don't want to miss this show either. You don't want to miss Inside the Lines at 1 o'clock. We appreciate everybody being here. It was a great show. Love having all of you. Danny Brasco, Buckets, Mike McClure, and of course, the Chip Me Up. Chip Patterson, Jake the Snake on the ones and twos and threes and fours. Have a great Friday, everybody. My name is Sia Najad. This is The Early Edge, and we rest our case. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.